This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. But anyway, let's get back to sports because, you know, while my mind's scrambling, I'm a little tired this morning. I'm still trying to wrap my head around what seems like a dream. Kyle Dubas finding a way to acquire Eric Carlson and offload some of the most problematic contracts that the Penguins had. And so, yeah, I'm still I'm still shell-shocked by that. It's still hard to believe so many NHL and Penguin insiders came on the station yesterday. Jason, uh, excuse me, Jesse Marshall of the Athletic came on and and said that he didn't expect the deal to be this lopsided. I know the the PM team, the Cook and Joe show, they had insiders. Just everybody's just shocked, and, and rightfully so. It just seems so odd where you you got to slap yourself for a second and and wonder if you're dreaming because how he was able to offload so many bad contracts while also retain one of the best offensive defensive players in the NHL right now, it's it's just shocking. It's pleasant for the Penguins. They seem to have come out on top initially. He still has to play well, but uh, all signs point to that he's more likely to succeed and continue to play well than not. But Kyle Dubas spoke yesterday for 20 minutes on you know the state of the Penguins, and of course he was asked about how this trade became a proposal and how it was eventually executed. So here's what Kyle Dubas had to say on acquiring Eric Carlson. It was a fairly uh, lengthy process um, with San Jose um, that goes back to my previous place of employment. And so Mike Greer was uh, was great to deal with throughout. Um, they obviously uh, accomplished their goal of, of uh, gaining draft choices and greater flexibility as they go through uh, turning their uh, their team to, to where Mike's vision wants to bring it. Um, and then Montreal and Kent Hughes uh, came in at the end. And uh, I think this the move helps them and acquire more assets and um, that they can either keep or move and, and draft capital as well. So, and, and with us, obviously, it gains us the flexibility that we wanted, but also uh, brings Eric uh, into the mix here. Um, the reason why we wanted to bring Eric in was, I think, when going through our team, uh, one of the things that I had felt in, in talking with Sully about it is we needed to continually improve um, our ability to move the puck from our own zone. 
Um, Eric, I think, is one of the uh, elite players in that regard in the NHL. Um, even though he's in his uh, in his early 30s, he continues to be one of the top skaters in the NHL, and obviously his production in offense um, uh, is quite prolific. So uh, very competitive, very motivated person, uh, wants to come here and help our team. I think for us, uh, adding someone like that to the group as we um, you know attempt to give it every chance to win but also keep our eye towards the future, we were happy not to include any of our our prospects own Pickering, Braden Yeager um, in the trade as well to, to have them continue to move along. So um, that was uh, what we were looking to accomplish. That's the way that we went about it. All right, so I love Kyle Dubas there in that case where he's he's talking like win-win, right? Like, oh, yeah, we created a win-win. These guys got some some more talent. They got some... They got some, you know, names. They're stocking up on players. You know, the other teams, they're, they're doing what they need to do. I didn't listen to the comments of the other teams, and we don't have enough time on this show. It's just 40 minutes to play what maybe the other GMs said, if they even said anything. But, yeah, he, uh, he you know, I want to know what they were thinking in this case to bail the Penguins out of such uh, – such a poor situation that they were in or the poor situations they were in. I understand offloading one bad contract, but they got rid of, I think, four bad contracts, three or four contracts that were just, that were not favorable for them. And, you know, now they get Eric Carlson and a little extra money in the cap. It's not a whole lot. I think it's around a hundred thousand dollars that they, that they now have to work with, uh, that, you know, they don't have, they haven't exceeded the cap hit limit yet. So, that you know, they're. I want to know what those other GMs were thinking, and I also know that the San Jose Sharks. You know, I do remember the GM said, and those comments were played yesterday, that um, that oh yeah, no, we were uh, we were prepared to go into the season with Eric Carlson, and that's just that's hard to that's hard to believe if they were so willing to you know, help bail the Penguins out. I mean, I think that, I think that at the end of the day, I mean, Kyle Dubas is talking like win-win, like, you know, how can we, you know, how did we go through the trade and how did we make it best for everyone? And that might've been it. The San Jose Sharks really didn't seem to want to go into the season with Eric Carlson and the Penguins had a bunch of unfavorable contracts at that point. Maybe the Sharks were trying to help out and the Canadians came in and said, all right, well, yeah, we'll help out too. Why not? You know. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. So... And I think it was for Petrie as well. Jesse Marshall from The Athletic talked about this yesterday as well, that um, Petrie, when he made his no-trade clause, he was in Montreal, and he then he got sent over to the Penguins, and Kyle Dubas used that move, the fact that he signed the contract in Montreal, because when he signed the contract in Montreal, he didn't put... Uh, Montreal on the on the no trade clause because in the NHL you got to list all the teams that you 
don't want to go to, and that's your no-trade clause. So any team that you list in that contract, they can't send you to, but he didn't put Montreal on the no-trade clause because he was playing for them at the time. And you don't think about that stuff until, okay, now you're on another team, and maybe you don't want to go back to Montreal, but you can't do anything about it because you didn't think to put that uh, put them in the contract. So Kyle Dubas, I believe, used that loophole as well to get him over to Montreal and couldn't say no to it because it wasn't specified in his contract. So, I mean, Kyle Dubas pulled out a whole lot. I mean, he pulled out whatever he did. I mean, it still seems like wizardry that he pulled this out. It's it's still hard to fathom. It's still hard to believe. But, I mean, there's so many things that he's talking about, too. And, I again, I mean, I love that he, that he goes out publicly and he's not, you know, he's he can't just flat out say, like, oh, yeah, we fleeced him. Everything's going to work out for us because, A, that's just rude, and B, if he does that and then Carlson plays poorly or the Penguins don't come out on the favorable end of this trade, that, uh, that yeah, then he'll get publicly responded to, and I'm sure not a great way. It wouldn't be a good look. But, of course, you know, he goes out there and he stays formal. It's a, and I like that answer. It's like, okay, we wanted to create you – know, pretty much he's saying we want to create a win-win. We wanted to see the best possible options for all sides, and Montreal was willing to help out. And I like that. I like thinking like that. I mean, you know, so many of us, I think, are sometimes standoffish when we, uh, you know, have negotiations or controversies, and we're not running a business, but, you know, that's just our nature. And to, just to be reminded here that the, the professional, the general manager of the the Penguins and the director of hockey operations, same guy, two titles at this point, but to, to hear him go, yeah, you know, we wanted to create the best possible scenario for both sides. We wanted to create the best position for all parties that's good you do want to try to create that win-win and maybe san jose and montreal they've got they've got their own motivations they understand what they got into and maybe they'll benefit from it on its face right now though the penguins have come out as the clear winners getting two forwards a third round pick uh, in the coming years and eric carlson Every team in the deal got four assets. One pick, three players. Penguins just happened to offload a lot of their, again, unfavorable contracts and get one of the best players in the NHL right now as well. And it was comforting to hear. I mean, most of the most of the insiders that we that we talked to yesterday on the morning show and, and the insiders that were brought on throughout the day on Cook and Joe and the PM team, they talked about how, um, you know, he's not, Carlson's not coming in to replace Chris Letang. Everybody understands Chris Letang's reputation, and that's nice to hear as well. And, I mean, I think it's a fair question because I think some of us, when we when we hear that a new defenseman, a, a top-of-the-line defenseman's coming in, what's going to happen to Chris Letang, who's been the guy? Well, it doesn't seem that Carlson's coming in to replace Chris Letang. It's more to just bolster the lines and bolster the entire defense. And I, and I like to hear that too. I mean, Chris Tang works hard. He's fought through, you know, several injuries. It was a heart attack or a stroke last year, right? Something, you know, major with him. And, you know, and he's a Stanley Cup champion. He's been on the Penguins and, and everybody knows that he's 
been on the Penguins when they've won multiple Stanley Cups. So, I mean, it's comforting to hear that they're not just tossing him to the side. They all still value Crystal Tank. Crystal Tank can still play. And we hope that he stays healthy and we hope that he's, you know, can power through safely um, whatever health struggles that he seems to come across. But it's good to know that they're just they're using Carlson to bolster the defense, not so much find a replacement right away. They're still planning on using Latang and and having him be a leader and and also there are some that think that Crystal Tang is going to step his game up. And he'll step his game up and play harder and maybe get better because because now he's got that extra little team competition in Carlson. If you want to call and you want to talk about the Eric Carlson trade, um, I mean, there's a lot of reaction to it yesterday uh, because the news broke over the weekend, but you can still call in and react. Uh, if you have a different opinion, maybe you don't like the trade, which uh, I haven't met anybody yet that hasn't liked this trade um, on its face. But if you want to call in and talk about a 412-928-9370, also you can hit me up on X at Callus underscore 33. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. Tweet me a question. Tweet me a comment. Um, I'll read them if they're intriguing enough, and you can – Again, call on 412-928-9370. I'm going to get away from hockey a little bit, though, because there's only so much to say on the Eric Carlson trade. And, again, you can voice your opinion if you so choose, if you want to call or tweet um, or post. I'm sorry, post on X. Still got to get that terminology down. But um, you can do either and still talk about it. Um, if you have a differing opinion or you just want to express your pleasure with it, you're welcome to. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 